Welcome to the Lee Schools TV podcast. I'm Rob Spicker, and we appreciate you taking the time to join us and learn a little bit more about the School District of Lee County. Our guest today is Lee County Teacher of the Year, Allison Kerner. Allie, she's with us here, teaches eighth grade English language arts at Harns Marsh Middle School in Lee High Acres. She's also a peer collaborative teacher, which means she spends half of her time coaching and mentoring her co-workers, her other teachers. So, Ali, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. And it was right before the Christmas break that you found out, you were surprised that you had become the Lee County Teacher of the Year. So can you tell us how that, how that unfolded and how you were surprised and, and how it felt? It was crazy. Um, definitely one of the um, biggest surprises ever. My assistant principal, Yolene Martin, she was like, hey, you know, we're doing fifth grade kind of like talk-throughs to get them pumped for sixth grade and open house. So I'm um, taking a team together. It was a few weeks ago. Taking a team together, um, but I'm going to need you to fill in for so-and-so on Friday. So come, dress, ready to go out. We're going to load the car um, and go on our way about 1130. I was like, okay, cool. So I walk in the building. You know, everyone's bustling around trying to gather all these supplies we need. Um, and so she comes and grabs me. Okay, we're going to load my car. Let's walk through this way to grab a, a bin or two. Okay, fine. So we walk in, and then we get to the courtyard, and it's just everybody's there. I see my parents. I see my principal or my administrative team, and um, it was just a big party. So it was great. She tr- she truly fooled me. Um, I was really excited. You had gone through a process though to get there. Right? Yes. There's some interview. You had to be nominated. You had to be interviewed. Yes. What was that like? It was intense. I um, it was definitely just an, on- an honor to go through the process, but. Um, during my first interview, we actually had an internet issue, and so trying to do it via Zoom, and every other word, they couldn't hear me, and it was dropping a ton, and so I thought for sure, it's like, oh man, I blew it. There's no way. That wasn't a good time. Um, so I was really thankful to get a chance to, to interview again with them and to make it, so um, it was great. The questions they asked were awesome, and just to see more of the heart to behind the leaders of our district was really cool. What, uh, what does it mean to you, your teacher of the year? What did that mean? It is wild. Um, this is the kind of stuff that if you would have asked Allie in college or Allie in high school who, would, who was like, I think I'm going to be a teacher, this is the kind of thing that I was like, no, there's no way I could do that. I, no way. Um, but always kind of dreamed and hoped for. And so it's definitely my, um, one of the biggest accomplishments I think I'll ever have in my career. And then on the same side, like the pride of being chosen to represent our district as a whole. Um, I said it when they gave me the award, I'm one of a thousand great teachers in our district. And so it's just truly an honor to be the one to represent us. Yeah, well, again, congratulations. It is an honor. I know one of the things that that helped you stand out was what you had done this year. You decided to teach the eighth graders with the lowest of reading scores. And on their iReady proficiency tests, you've already helped them all improve at least one level. So why that group? And then what are you doing that helps them improve in a relatively quick amount of time? Yeah, huge shout out to them. They have crushed it. They have put um, so much hard work in, and just seeing that growth in a year, or I'm sorry, in a few months of the school year, um, was incredible. So I'm really proud of them. But I think um, we had a ton of turnover over the last two years. And so my eighth grade team starting the school year um, was all new people, um, kind of really hesitant to jump back into education or joining us for the first time as a career changer. And so um, they were the team that had the most need. And my sixth grade team, which is where my heart and soul is, I love sixth graders, um, they're rock stars. I've been with them for a few years now, and they are perfectly fine doing their thing on their own. And so um, I told my team, my administrative team, that I'd step into eighth grade if they'd allow it. Um, And so that opened up that door to join their new team. But then also um, I usually work with the higher level kids, our Cambridge students. um, But we have a rock star new teacher who is doing our Cambridge eighth grade 
And so um, the need was really the, the lower levels. And so I jumped right in, and I love them. They're by far the coolest kids I know. So what's the strategy you use that helps them improve? A good teacher is going to have good students. What do you do? Um, a ton of just thinking. I tried to let them know that, that they're not learning you know, just ELA and these boring old authors or all these boring texts. Like They need to learn how to think and be ready for high school thinking and adult thinking. And so... Um, there are moments where we kind of play some games that trick them into using their brain a little harder. Um, but a lot of the times, I think just having that relationship with them and the interaction between each other of, hey, it's not schoolwork. We're learning to be adults. We're about to go into high school. We're close to 18. We're four or five years from 18. We need to know how to do this. The whole mindset change on their yeah, part. That, which is so different from a, from sixth graders. Yeah. So it's been really cool. Interesting. So your principal, Alex Rosansky, describes you as somebody who teaches confidence. What does he mean, or what do you think he means by that? Yeah. Um, as a student, I was a student that was very um, quiet and meek and shy and did not have a ton of confidence in myself as, an, as a student. And so um, part of what I try to do in my classroom, I think what he's observed and seen, is just building kids up, even in the small things. So, hey, you, you know, might have kind of struggled here, but you did this one today, and it was awesome. And so building that confidence so that when they see their next challenge or their next obstacle, whether it is academic or social or personal, they don't have the instant feeling of defeat. No, I can't do that. It's more so like, I did this this yesterday. I can do it again. Or if I excelled here, I know someone is rooting for me to excel in the next area. So success building upon success. Yeah. You know, Get them to think positively about oh, yeah. their work and the outcome of their work. Yep. Interesting. All right. So you grew up in Lee County. You went to schools in the E-Zone, where you're now teaching right now. Um, and in fact, you were inspired as a student to become mm-hmm. a teacher. So what happened? What made you become a teacher? Yep. That is um, one of my like, closest stories to my heart. So as a uh, second or third grader, my sister got really sick um, from West Nile. It was a form of encephalitis at the time. And um, when she passed away, it was my teachers that really just rallied up behind me. I remember getting um, just phone calls, letters, notes. I still have one of the like stuffed animals that my fourth grade teacher gave me when she passed. And so just the encouragement from them and seeing like that shaped my entire future. So I went from a kid who was quiet, probably a little bit unseen or felt unseen in the classroom to someone who had a support system outside of just my, my parents. And so um, that is really what sparked my passion to then change, have a part in changing kids' lives. Are there other things that you take from your time in our schools to now use as a teacher in our schools? All the time. (laughs) Um, I had a teacher in middle school, actually, who, Miss Woods, and she would every year turn her classroom into like a tropical rainforest. She would, her and her husband would come in and just remodel the whole thing. Different ceiling tiles, plants everywhere, like animal noises for our like rainforest unit. And so that dedication and commitment to make learning fun, a full experience, is something that I try to do often. What do you think, the Lee County Teacher of the Year, all this experience, what do you think makes a good teacher? I've been thinking about this a lot. I think it's passion. I think being able to see um, other educators who love what they do is um, inspiring, and it makes not them only good for their students, but good for other teachers. So when I get to have a conversation with someone who is just as excited and loves being here as much as what I do, um, that sparks a new passion in me. And so I think that is one piece that is irreplaceable in a good teacher. Right, right. So one of the things you do besides helping students learn is you help teachers learn to teach better. Um, and you take on your room described as a model for other mm-hmm. teachers, a place that they can come and see the strategies that they're told about actually being practiced 
and being successfully used by students. So why was that important to you to, to get involved in teaching teachers? Yeah. Uh, teaching is hard. <laughs> being an educator is difficult. And so um, something that I think is super impactful is having a support system of other educators. And so going into the opportunity to um, still be with my kids and t- teach students, but then also support teachers so that they, they can become great was huge for me. I think there is um, a ton of reward in that. It's just awesome to be able to sit around a table and look back a few months even and just say, hey, remember when you struggled here and now look at you. You know, it's, it's really cool to, to see. And so you, six months before your teacher of the year, we're surprising you on the district level as the Apple's Mentor of the Year, a program that mentors teachers. So can you describe, you know, what the Apple's Mentor is? And let's go back to that surprise. Oh, yeah. But first, the <laughs> Apple's Mentor program, what is that? Yep. So it is just our district program to um, kind of ease that transition into being an educator through our district. And so anyone who is new to our district, even as an, an experienced educator or new to the career, um, gets to go through this program. They're assigned a mentor. Um, we meet every week. I get to observe twice a month um, to share kind of the struggles and the wins. And so it was, um, it's a cool experience. It's something that I think makes or breaks that first year of teaching. The first year is you're floating on water, trying to keep your head up. And so having someone to walk alongside you and just encourage you, but also support when you're kind of lost or challenge you when you're you're on to new things has been awesome. Yeah, I imagine I can think back to my very first day on the job. I'd been taught all the things I was supposed mm-hmm. to do, but now I had to do them. And totally it's different. different. Yeah. yeah. So maybe having that somebody that teacher side by side with you mm-hmm. helps, walks you through it, keeps you online, keeps you focused. Yep. Makes a difference. All right. Um, you were, what, in your third year at Harns Marsh, and they come to you and say, you know what, well, we want you to be the department chair oh, for yeah. ELA. So you were young at yeah. that point to take on this leadership role. So that, you know, impressive of, I think, what the administration thinks of you. But then what you did was help the school improve its grade through getting other teachers to teach their students better. It goes from a C to a B. So what do you kind of attribute this early success in your career to? Relationships. So I think... Um, the job doesn't become like the workload of a job every day when you love the people you work with. And so being able to work with 11 other amazing educators who are committed to showing up to work every day, doing their best, and seeing kids win makes that, makes that easy. And so I think just a little bit more care, being able to spend time caring for my team members um, gave them the opportunity to really see success in their classroom. I know it might just be some inside baseball, but what kind of strategies do you implement as the department chair with the other mm-hmm. ELA teachers mm-hmm. to increase student performance? Yep. Uh, I'm all about collaboration. So learning needs to be um, a student and another student, like talking about something, interacting with the content, um, being able to, to, for the teacher to step back and watch learning happening, I think is huge. And so kind of sharing more of that with my team, challenging them to step out of the comfort zone of single isolated learning desks and students on their own, like let them talk with a partner, let them um, explore together, even if it's going to take two or three minutes of your time. Mm-hmm. And that, they, that's that they're learning without realizing they're learning. Yes, which is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> now, I suspect you don't have to do this, um, but I, I saw that you every year for the last couple of years have written a school-wide first-week lesson plan. Why? <laughs> Um, I enjoy the, the time it spends the, behind prepping a lesson. So I love making Google Slides and kind of helping out where I can. But um, after the first few years, like I said, the first year is tough. Starting a new school year is tough. You go from the relaxation of summer break and you're relaxing on the beach, whatever you're doing, to 100 miles per hour. Kids are in front of you. It's time to go. And so 
Um, the idea was sparked by just trying to figure out how can I take something off the plate of teachers? How can I make that tr transition at the beginning of the year just a little bit easier? And so um, I spent some time over the summer kind of prepping those things, getting some of the mundane um, necessary school information out to kids, do it all as a school, um, do it for a week, and, and kind of take some of that pressure off teachers to, to have everything ready to go after only a few days of prep. And I hear from teachers and principals about running a school. One of the things is sort of setting that culture from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I guess, is that an aim of what you're doing, sort of setting expectations, yep. the culture of what we want you to do and be as a student in, exactly. in that first week? Yep. And it takes, it's, you know, as a, a high turnover school, we have people that don't have, they've been inundated with a bunch of information that first pre-week mm -hmm. before school starts. And so it also helps the new teachers understand, like, okay, students are expected to do X, Y, Z. I need to enforce these expectations without the pressure of, you know, four weeks later being like, oh, crap, we have a dress code, you know? So <laughs> Right. You know everything from the beginning, yeah. and everybody's doing the same thing. You de help develop the Harns Marsh way. Mm -hmm. What is the Harns Marsh way? Same idea. So, again, I think a, a big heart behind um, my motivations and just my administrative team um, is making things simple and easy for the amount of new people we have in our building. And so one of the things we talked about two summers ago was what are the absolutely, like, foundational pieces of good teaching. And so we came up with three. So I was able to help kind of guide that discussion. Um, we want to just give three instructional focuses throughout our building, and that hopefully has made it easier for teachers when they're planning or trying to figure out where to go next, whether it's with a new team or um, some movement through departments or um, joining a new a new career changer. Yeah, the, the three pillars, I remember yep. reading that. What are the three pillars for Harns Marsh? Uh, less, less than essential questions, so being able to refer students back to the main point of your, your unit. Um, intentional questioning, so being intentional with every question we ask in the classroom. Um, if it doesn't have a purpose for their learning, let's let's take it back out. Let's Let's edit it. And then the last one is distributed summarizing. So giving kids a moment to stop and process what you're explaining, what they're learning, so that we can accurately gauge how much or how little they've gotten. I know as a, as a teacher, in the last couple of years for our teachers have been really difficult with COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, they, everybody went home and never came back for a few mm -hmm. months in the spring of 2020. Then we had the, the, the remote learning with half the school at home and half on yeah. campus and the stress for teachers of sometimes doing both, the stress of working in this COVID environment. So for you as a perspective of a teacher and your coworkers, what's it like as a teacher these days? And how dramatically different is it than before? It's wild. I, um, at the beginning when we shut down, I was like, oh, it's only going to be a few weeks. It's not going to be a big difference. Um, but every, everyone I've, talking, I've talked to and every experience I've had is drastically different than what it used to be as a teacher. And so, you know, having three years in a classroom, feeling confident with what I was doing to then have to learn how to teach virtually or how to um, keep kids accountable when it's been three or four weeks since I've seen them because they've been quarantined a few times has been really difficult. I think there's a ton of um, kind of weight and pressure on us as educators right now to kind of keep it all together, but we're still learning a brand new way of doing things. And so um, trying to take care of ourselves and our families on top of caring for the students that we love and adore, on top of learning a brand new set of skills for our career. It's been a lot. I bet, I bet it has. Has it changed your commitment any as a teacher? Do you still want to dive in and do this every day? I do still want to dive in and do it every day. I will say um, it feels a lot like, almost like weight training. 
So when you go to weight or to lift like the heaviest you've ever lifted before, you're like, this is impossible. I'm not gonna be able to do it. I'm not gonna be able to pick this up. And then eventually you do and you're stronger after. And I think I'm really hopeful and I'm so far on the mindset that this experience through teaching in COVID will be that. I'll be stronger afterwards and look back and be like, dang, we did that. We made it. Yeah. How do you think parents should feel when they hear a teacher say, it's been hard? Should they be okay, though, knowing that you guys are doing everything you can? I hope so. I really do hope so. I don't think we have, um, again, we have great students in our district, and we have great parents behind those students. But um, I think reminding all of us that we're on the same team. No one wants to see a kid fail. We're not out to get kids. We're not out to um, to let them be left behind. We want them to, to succeed at this. And so reminding teachers and parents and students we're all on the same team. And so I think there, there can be a lot of tension or um, discourse and discomfort because everyone is stressed. Everyone is going through something different with this COVID experience. And so reminding us that, hey, it's not us against you or us against them. It's all of us together. Yeah, we're in, we're in this together. Yeah. So let's work together. So Lee County Teacher of the Year, nominated now to be Florida Teacher of the Year. What do you think about that? That's wild to me. That is crazy. Um, in the beginning, it still kind of feels like a dream. Like, are we sure this happened? Um, but in the beginning, I was like, dang, I'm the only name you guys get. This is it. <laughs> so, um, but I'm excited. It's a, it is absolutely mind-blowing. It surpasses any of the dreams I could have had as an educator. And what are your students telling you? They're pumped. They're ready to party. They're like, we need to, we need to do it. We're winning. And I was like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> we'll know in a couple months, won't yeah. we? Well, I want to wish you luck. Thank you. Uh, in, in the Florida Teacher of the Year. Congratulations again for being Lee County Teacher of the Year and all Thank the you. things you've accomplished already Thank in just you. a matter of a few years. Very good work, very hard work. So again, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you for joining us Thanks on the so LE much. Schools TV podcast. And for those of you that have joined us, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us and we'll be back next month.